Y'all haters kill me with that cue for a big girl mess. You catch me slaying with my thick thighs and big old breasts. I'm so relentless when I'm rocking my fitted dress. They yelling jazz if you waxing who did it best. Mama from Houston, Texas. Daddy, he wasn't around. You mix that Henny with that Coke and now you're turned up now. If you don't like it, yo man like it, so he come around. He fell in love with that cake, he diabetic now. I ain't tripping if you're going not to eat without me, tough. I got Twinkies all in my bag. Swag, beaming, you want it, want it. Big girls be on it, on it. Sing with my thick ass, surprise, bitch, you know it, know it. Trick on them haters, haters. Stay getting that paper, paper. Margarita on ice and no need for no chaser. I go hard, I go hard. Claim what's mine, claim what's mine. I go hard, I go hard. Claim what's mine, claim what's mine. Cause I slay, cause I slay. Big girl slay, big girl slay. Cause I slay, cause I slay. Big girl slay, big girl slay. When I tell y'all this episode has been a struggle, my goodness. Recorded everything. Went to upload it and that bitch was gone. MIA, nowhere to be found. Like, I restored the recycling bin. I restored every drive I have. I restored my removable storage. Episode just vanished. I was livid because I literally just listened to it and gave it like a spot check to make sure everything was everything. And then that bitch disappeared. But I digress. I guess I should get started considering the journey this episode has been. Okay, first up we have the bed bug known as Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks is a rapper, allegedly. Uh, she's more known for the tomfoolery that she does on a regular basis. Recently, Miss Banks took to the internet and posted, wondering which female rapper will be the first to use the inevitable pussy fat like Lizzo bar. Well, bitch, it seems like you want to use it. You did all this just to call Lizzo fat? And it seems like you worded it the way you did so you won't come off like an asshole. But we can see through the bullshit. You're still an asshole. Under the post, she proceeds to explain why she herself isn't using the bar. And she can't use it because her pussy's not really fat. So she can't say that in a rap. As if rappers tell the truth 100% of the time. Like, girl, miss me with this dumb shit. Lizzo don't do nothing but play her flute, make good music, and book shows, which is something you are very unfamiliar with. Mind your fucking business, stay in your closet, sacrificing chickens, or whatever the fuck it is you do, but leave Lizzo alone. You did all this just to call Lizzo fat? Say it with your chest. If you want to call her fat, then do it. Don't make some dumbass post like, hmm, I wonder who's gonna say Lizzo's fat. Like, girl, you do it since you so fucking worried about it, but you can't. Because you know she's talented, she's booking shows, and she's doing better than you. We get it, Azalea. You are frustrated that you are not as successful as you would like to be in the music industry. But attacking everybody as soon as they start to gain success and gain popularity ain't it. People claim you are talented. People claim you make good music. Why don't you put all this energy that you use to attack successful people into making a song that people give a fuck about? That is how you gain success. Make good music and don't sit around on the internet attacking everybody 
that does better than you. That is so tired. We are over it, ma'am. And how, how has that worked for you in the past? You've attacked Iggy Gazelle. You've attacked Nicki Minaj. You've attacked Remy Ma. You've attacked everybody. And what has that gotten you except for a label of batshit crazy hoe that's always talking shit on the internet about people doing better than her? Honestly, I feel like you're in need of some real legitimate therapy. It's less stigmatized now more than ever. Please go seek some help because something is wrong. You cannot attack everybody. Well, you can and evidently that's your goal, but it's not working. Now you just the mad hoe that can't get a song on the radio and is mad at everybody else that got a song on the radio. All of it is unnecessary and where has it gotten you? Your engagements are probably up on Instagram and that is fucking it. Like, go make some music. You have so much negative energy towards everybody else. Go do something for you and your career instead of attacking everybody else. You know why people have songs on the radio? Because they are working hard and putting out good music. Not because they're on the internet attacking every Tom, Dick, and Harry they got a number one or number two. Like, girl, go do something productive. The bar isn't even that great. And since you like it so much, why don't you put it in a fucking song and keep it moving? But making a post like, hmm, wonder who's going to be the first one to call Lizzo fat. Like, girl, you're a dumbass. What are you talking about? Honestly, at this point, I feel sorry for you because I know you need help. And I don't know if people are telling you to get it and you're just refusing or you don't think you need help or what. But at the end of the day, what I need you to do is leave Lizzo the fuck alone. Leave everybody alone, girl. Go do something productive. Azalea Banks, girl, you're canceled. So many people have tried to work with you, but like you continue in your fuckery. Like you are just steadfast in your fuckery and you will not let up. Good riddance, girl. I hope you're happy with what you have turned your career into. Like at this point, people hear your name and roll their eyes because they know you've said or done some fuck shit. Like, congratulations. Look what you've become. Next up, we have Mitch McConnell, the turtle himself. Recently, the government was discussing reparations. Why? I have no idea. Because we all know the United States government will never give black people reparations for slavery. It's not going to happen this lifetime, not the next lifetime. I mean, maybe a hundred million years down the line, reparations will be paid or, or some in some form or fashion. But no time soon. They won't even put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. You think they're doing reparations? Absolutely the fuck not. Of course they're not. But for whatever reason, they're talking about it. And of course... Mitch McConnell opposes reparations because, duh. When discussing why he opposed reparations in a press conference, Mitch McConnell cited a bunch of different reasons why he was opposed, but a few stuck out. One of the reasons he opposes reparations is because nobody responsible for slavery is alive today. Okay, bitch. And, like, what does that have to do with anything? Because the people who are responsible for slavery are dead, that means what? That slavery never happened or some shit? What, like, you have got to make some sense, Mitch. You just can't get up here talking slow as hell about nothing and expect us to go along with it. 
the people responsible for modern day slavery are still alive. So does that count for anything, Mitch? Or are we going to talk about that in another 500 years when they're dead? He said this in all seriousness, as if that was a legitimate reason to not pay out reparations. I'm confused, Mitch. What does that have to do with the promise that the government made? Had the government given out reparations when they initially promised the people who were responsible would still be alive, but because the government is raggedy and racist to the bone, they did not hand out the reparations. So now we are here. And yes, they are dead. But help me understand what that has to do with giving out reparations now. Make it make sense, Mitch. I don't think you can. I don't think you thought this through. And if that wasn't bad enough, another reason he does not believe in reparations is because we elected Barack Obama. And that somehow makes up for slavery. There are times when I just look around and have to check and see whether or not I'm on the set of SNL or not. Like, sir, are you fucking kidding me? The fact that Barack Obama was elected president means the government shouldn't have to pay out reparations. How, Sway? What? Like, Mitch, are you all right? Have you been taking Ambien? Like, what is going on? You really bought your cherry tomato eating ass out here to this press conference to tell us black people don't need reparations because we elected Barack Obama? Mitch, we need you to go in your shell and stay there. Because every time you come out, you do or say some dumb and or racist shit. And as if those two things weren't stupid enough. Mitch also said the reason he opposes reparations is because it would be difficult to figure out who to give them to. Now, Mitch, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say the reparations should probably go to black people. I can spit in a tube, send it to Wisconsin or wherever the fuck, and they can tell me who my great-great-grandfather's first slave master was. But you don't think we'd be able to figure out who deserves reparations? You cannot be serious, Mitch. Did you not get your lettuce leaves this morning? Like, what is happening? I would rather you get up there and say how you truly feel. Just say, I'm against reparations because these niggers are lazy. None of them actually went through slavery, so they don't deserve that shit. And wah, or whatever the fuck. Like, this, whatever you're saying, is absurd. You can't even find a legitimate reason. So you make up shit like, oh, remember when we elected Obama? That's like reparations, right? Mitch, you are canceled. Go in your shell. Shut the fuck up forever. We never want to hear from you. Ever. Finally for canceled by we have Renee Batch. Renee Batch is a murderer, a narcissistic piece of garbage. Renee traveled over to Uganda pretending to be a physician. She performed medical treatment on malnourished children, which resulted in the deaths of over 100 children. 100 children are dead because Renee Batch 
pretended to be a physician. Not only was she over there pretending to be a physician, but she started up a whole ass facility in which she took children from actual hospitals and brought them and brought them to her facility to perform medical treatment, which she was unqualified to do. All this raggedy heifer had was a high school diploma. And she took children out of real hospitals with real doctors to bring them to her facility. This raggedy bitch had blog posts. She had pictures of her performing medical treatments on children. Didn't blur their face. Didn't do anything violating HIPAA. Just wildin'. Like, how did this happen? Of course, Renee is white. That is the only way this went on for so long. There are real-ass black doctors with real-ass medical degrees that get questioned about their qualifications every day. But this heifer can walk up with a stethoscope and a white coat, and it's not even questioned. She had a whole facility, and she wasn't a doctor. She was performing treatments on children, and she wasn't a doctor. Is anybody asking questions? When did the red flags start showing up. She killed over a hundred children. I don't know about y'all, but around the third or fourth patient of Renee's that died, I would have some questions. What are y'all just sitting over there like, oh golly, Renee's patients just keep dying. Like, look into this hoe. Something is not adding up. Renee's facility was shut down in 2015. How she wasn't arrested on the spot, I have no idea. All they did was say, hey, you're pretending to be a doctor. Don't do that. Like, how about we arrest her for pretending to be a doctor? A hundred plus children are dead because of her. And all they say is, hey, stop acting like a doctor. Don't treat nobody else. How about we put her in fucking jail? What level of narcissist is that? Pretending to be a doctor going and treating children and killing them. Even when they told her to stop treating patients, like a literal slap on the wrist. Hey, you silly girl, stop acting like a doctor. Don't do that anymore. After they did that, she continued to treat children. Like what in the white privilege is going on here? We all remember Malachi Love Robinson, the 18-year-old black boy that pretended to be a doctor and gave out medical advice. He was arrested, arrested, he was arrested for giving out medical advice. This heifer is over there treating and killing children, and she has not been arrested. She has a court date in 2020, and she has killed a hundred plus children. Malachi was arrested for merely giving medical advice, even though he was not a physician. She is performing medical procedures. She is killing people, and she has not been arrested. If a black person pretended to be a doctor and treated a whole bunch of little white children, if one of those children had so much of a cough, that black person would be under the fucking jail, much less killing a hundred plus white children. It would never happen. But Renee's white, so she can kill a hundred plus little black children, not get arrested, just told to stop 
acting like a doctor and then don't go to court until 2020 so she can go to some other fucking country and kill some more kids. That is insane. Insane. You mean to tell me nobody was like, uh, fuck is going on here? After like the third or fourth patient that died? How many little black children have to die before somebody's like, hey, are you a doctor? How do you have a whole ass facility and nobody's like, hey, you got a diploma that says you're a doctor and you can do this shit? I, I just, it makes no sense. None. Zero. A hundred plus children she has killed and not even arrested. And the only reason she has a court date in 2020 is because some parents of some children that died are taking her to court. So had they not taken her to court, she would still be out here treating children, I am sure, because she, there are no consequences for this heifer. What is happening? Renee is a special kind of garbage. What kind of person does this? And people are like, oh, well, what about the children she actually helped? Did she help any? Because she killed a hundred of them. And if she really wanted to help, all she had to do was get a real ass doctor over there to help the children. And what she did was not about these children. It's about her. Because only somebody that's worried about feeding their narcissism, narcissism would go over there and try to cheat children knowing they are a doctor. If you really want to help the children, send a real ass doctor over there to help. This heifer took children out of real hospitals and brought them to her fake-ass facility. Who does that? She needs to be under the jail tomorrow. Renee Batch, you are a terrible human being. I cannot wait for you to get everything you deserve and more. Justice cannot come soon enough for you. I don't know... Well, I do know how you were able to skate for so long it's because you're white, but I cannot wait for justice to be served. You caused the death of over a hundred children. And for what? Because you wanted to put on the internet that you're a great person and you're helping children when in reality you're killing them? What a fucking sicko. She's garbage and canceled. Whew. Special place in hell for that woman. Uh, I think this actually wraps up Cancel By for this episode. There are no side eyes. I don't think... Listen, I've been through a lot. So, I think that's it. Oh, a quick fuck you to Kyle, the kid that got his admittance rescinded from Harvard. Like, you're doing a lot in this Crimea River-ass Twitter thread, sir. They took... Your acceptance back. It is what it is. And if you could please stop referring to your racist comments as if you did them 45 years ago. It was two years ago, sir. And I'm pretty sure you're still racist. So get off the internet and find another school to go to. Because Harvard don't want you. All right. Sliding right on into the next segment. It's time for Big Girl Problems. All right, fatties, listen up. It has been brought to my attention that some of you alter what you are going to eat or what you order when you're around certain people. Like, 
if you're around a whole bunch of skinny girls and everybody orders a kale salad, you order one too, or, oh, I'm with a dude, so I can't eat all this food. I'm just going to get um, a salad with a side of air. Fuck all of that. Order what you want to eat. Because as you know, people are going to have something to say regardless of what you do. Fat people cannot win. You saw it with Nike. Hey, fatty, go to the gym. Nike makes gym clothes. Oh my gosh, why are you making these big ass gym clothes? Like, you can't win. So if somebody sees you eating a salad, they're not going to be like, oh, she's eating a salad. I wonder how she got so big. They're going to be like, look at her eating that salad. She know damn well she want a cheeseburger. And then if you get a cheeseburger, they're going to be like, look at her eating that cheeseburger. She know damn well she needs to be eating the salad. So please do not feel like you need to order specific things because, oh, I'm out with these skinny hoes and I need to be eating what they're eating. Fuck that. If you want a cheeseburger, then get a cheeseburger. Now, if you're on a diet, by all means, eat your salad, eat your strawberries and grapes or whatever the fuck. But don't feel like, oh, I need to not eat a lot because I'm around these people. People can see you. If you're big, you're big. They know you didn't get that way by eating fucking cucumbers all day. Honestly, I feel like it's younger fats that do this because once you realize that people are going to say whatever they're going to say, regardless of what you are doing, and no matter what, you're not going to be able to please whoever has something to say. Like, do what you want to do. Stop worrying about what other people have to say because as a fat person, they're always going to have something negative to say. They're never going to be like, oh, look at her. That's great. She's eating a salad. It's always, she knows she want to eat something else. So if you are on a date with a man, order what you want to eat. He knows what you look like. Evidently, he likes it. He's on a date with you. He too knows that you didn't get big by eating green leafy vegetables, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like people are aware. Yes, I know people get bigger because of medications and things like that. But generally speaking, if you are bigger, they know it's because you eat a certain way. So don't alter that because you're on a date. He's not going to be like, oh, that's weird. She eats salads every time I see her. But how did she get so big? Like eat the food that you want. Order that shit and eat it. If he has a problem with it, he can leave after he pays for the food. But... Like, if you see that I'm big, what are you expecting me to eat? And even when you are eating something healthy, there's always that condescending person and be like, oh, well, that was a good choice. Like, if you don't get your ass out of my face, if you know somebody that does that, tell them to stop. Because one day, they won't get karate chopped in the throat by telling the wrong fatty they made a good choice. Like, if go order your fucking food. Why are you worried about what I'm doing? Society truly feels like they can do and say whatever they want to fat people because we are still okay to shame and make fun of. Because, hey, you're fat, you shouldn't be that way, so I can walk up to you and tell you that you made a healthy choice and I'm proud or some dumb shit like that. It's ridiculous. At the end of the day, fats, eat what you want. Order what you want, regardless of who you're around. If somebody has something to say about it, they can always exit stage left. I would like everybody to recall with me the iconic movie from Tyler Perry, Why Did I Get Married? 
If you remember, Jill Scott was going up that mountain to save her raggedy ass marriage. She got caught in the storm and she had to stay in the jail. And he offered her something to eat. And what did she say? Don't pretend like you don't see that I'm a big girl. And he said, and I quote, well, big girls gotta eat too. And that is a fact. We gotta eat too. So worry about what's on your plate and not what's on mine. Okay? Thanks a bunch. Also, go look at Why Did I Get Married? Because it is hilarious for all of the wrong reasons. One, I'm not getting my ass off of this plane. You can drive and I'll take your seat. Thank you very much. Got me fucked up. So yes, eat what you want, when you want it, in front of whoever you want. All of your plus size comments, issues, questions, and or concerns should be sent to BigGirlSlay, the number five at gmail.com. I will read it on the show and give you the best advice in the world. Again, that's BigGirlSlay, the number five at gmail.com. Disclaimer, not the best advice in the world, but it's pretty great. So go ahead and send in all your questions and comments. Also, if email isn't your thing, you can hit me up on social media at Big Girl Slay on Instagram and at Big Girl Slay on the Twitter machine. Okay, thanks so much. The inbox is dry. No worries. Very briefly, I want to talk about this whole Carmela Anthony Lala situation that the internet was up in arms about. Um, Very briefly, because it's like, one... This is none of our business. Two, who even knows if this is real, fake, or whatever the fuck. But if you have not heard, Lala Anthony was cheated on by her husband, Carmelo. When he cheated on her, he had a baby. And currently, Carmelo is not in the baby's life. All he does is pay child support. And allegedly, Lala wants nothing to do with the baby and everybody was like oh that's fucked up and blah 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 here's my two cents on the whole situation i don't know why lala has become the villain in the situation we need to be looking at carmelo collectively and being like sir what the fuck are you doing of course she doesn't want to be a part of that child's life (laughs) it's her husband's side baby like i'm good keep that child over there y'all saw how lady stark treated Jon snow She promised she would treat him well, and she couldn't keep that promise because that is somebody else's baby. Now, obviously, John wasn't really the side baby, but she thought he was, so therefore she couldn't treat him well. I will say this. It is trash if Lala is saying, stay away from that baby or we can't be together. I don't feel like Lala is that type of person. If she is, that is trash. Also, if you decide to stay with Carmelo, To some degree, you have to accept the child. I'm not saying you got to be stepmom of the year. I'm not saying y'all got to go to Sweet Frog every fucking Saturday. But if you take him back, you have to be okay with him being in the child's life. Like, I can't see being with a man and actively encouraging him not to be in his child's life, life, especially if y'all have a child together. Like, you have to be open to the fact that your son has a sibling and Carmelo might want them to meet each other at some point. Hopefully he starts being an active father, but it's like, if you take him back, then I feel like 
you gotta accept his child. At at the very least, you gotta be cool with him being the child's life. But he seemed like he don't even want to do that. So it's like. Okay, girl, either leave and be like you and your baby be over there or stay with him. And I don't know, like the baby might be around. You got to be okay if you're going if you gonna to stay. That's his child and your son's sibling. It's a fucked up situation, but it is what it is. And again, Lala, every time she was asked about it, she was very much giving me, I'm staying in New York. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm not worried about whatever he's doing. So... I don't know. And honestly, it feels like this is all on mellow. Like, he doesn't want to be in the child's life. So, I don't know how this turned into, dang, Lala's so messed up. She don't want to know part to that child. Like, let's focus on mellow because he is the reason for all of this. And let's keep it a buck. Most of y'all would not want to be super involved in your husband's side baby's life. Now, to the important stuff. Love After Lockup has returned triumphantly, and it is so good. If y'all still are not watching, I don't know what to tell y'all. Megan, Sarah, and Michael are the hottest messes I have ever seen in my life. Sarah, girl. You honestly think that Megan is getting played more than you? You are the wife. You just had his second baby. You are getting played the most. And you stay on the phone arguing with him, talking about you're done. Well, get a divorce, girl. You're not done because you keep coming back. And since you keep coming back, how about you just shut up and let him and Megan be together since you're not going to leave? Like, either shut up. And let him do whatever he's going to do on the side or leave. Because all this argument is, all this arguing is stupid because you still stay. Andrea and Baby Nuck. Now, Baby Nuck just got back out of jail. And the one thing he was worried about was his fucking bands. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck the kids. Fuck you. Where is my bands? And I am so confused at how Andrea's kids have more sense than her. Like, girl, what is going on here? How did you raise kids that have more sense than you? And you were on TV acting silly over Baby Nook. And your daughter doesn't trust black men because she's out living in West Bumfuck with your racist friends. Like, all the blame cannot be placed on Baby Nook for her not trusting black men. Look around, girl. Lizzie will scam again. Mark my words. If she goes on one more date and the man is talking about you want to go half, she is scamming. Either she's scamming again or she's going to loop Scott's stupid ass right back into this whole give me money and I give you nothing thing. Scott is one of them kids that touch the hot stove and get a third degree burn and go to the hospital and get the skin graft and get his hand all wrapped up. And the very next day he goes back and touches the stove again. He does not learn. Scott, what are you doing, sir? You were just taught a $104,000 lesson that you did not learn from. Get it together. Is Clint on crack too? Clint and Tracy both look terrible. Tracy, Clint's mother does not like you and she does not want to meet you. You are a crackhead that stole a rental car that I am certain she paid for. 
So until you have that $20,000 that you owe me for this rental car, keep your crackhead toes off my lawn. She does not like you, girl. And you can't rush anybody into wanting to give you another chance. You've been off crack for two and a half hours. Talking about give me a chance. Girl, where's my money for the car you stole? Marcelino is controlling and I would not have married him. She keeps trying to make excuses to him like, oh, he's not normally like this and blah, blah, blah. No, he's controlling and you should not have married him. Weird. I don't like Marce Marcel Marcelino, Marcelino, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't like him. He's very controlling. And it's like, sir, calm down. She can't hold the baby. Really? Because she's a felon? Get the fuck out of here. Life after lockup, aka love after lockup, Fridays at 8, I think, on WeTV, y'all must watch it. You will not regret it. Your mouth will be agape the entire time because what am I watching? Are there really people like this? It's nuts. Shout out. A message of congratulation, support, or appreciation. Shout out to Janet Mock, the first black trans woman to score an overall network deal. She is working with Netflix. If you don't know who Janet Mock is, she is one of the geniuses behind Pose. So I already know whatever she is doing with Netflix is going to be amazing. Do yourself a favor, check out Pose and check out whatever she's doing with Netflix. It will be great. Shout out to Cracker Barrel for rejecting that homophobic pastor. I gotta be honest, I was a little surprised that they did, but they did, so shout out to them. Shout out to Queen Sugar. It took 400 years, but y'all are finally back. I haven't even started watching it yet. They're on the DVR. I will catch up as soon as I can. Shout out to me for getting this episode out, because let me tell you, it was a struggle. I appreciate everyone's patience and understanding. Shout out to Regina Hall. She is hosting the BET Awards tonight. She is the only reason I will be tuning in. I doubt I will make it through the whole show because it's routinely unnecessarily long and ridiculous, but I will check it out. It looks like we have finally made it to the end of this struggly ass episode of Big Girl Slay. Thank you for coming back for another Sunday. Before I go, please, please, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. Both are at Big Girl Slay. Like the page on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's Big Girl Slay. And please, most importantly, rate me five whole gold stars in iTunes. Super important. Really, really appreciate it. Um, next Sunday I will be back. Pray that nothing goes wrong next Sunday because I cannot take another banishing episode. Okay, thanks again for joining me. Again, sorry for the wait. Hopefully next week will go off without a hitch. If it does not, I'm going to throw the laptop out of the window and that'll be the end of Big Girl Slay. Before I go, please tell a friend to tell another friend to tell another friend too. Check out the show again back next Sunday. Have a super fantastic week and do not forget to always stay fabulous. Watch out for the big girl. 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 Watch out for the big girl.